Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, three adventurers, Alice, Hannibal, and Thelonious, have been given a job in Rayburn Falls to solve a case where people in the city have disappeared. In their investigation, they found that a witness might have gone missing. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the two of you, uh, Thelonious and uh, Hannibal Demonbreaker, you're at the front door, you're sort of listening in, you're not hearing anything. Alice has kind of skated around to the side, seen a smashed-in window, the curtain is blown, and there's blood splattered on the ground that you can see. What would you like to do? Is the window big enough for me to fit through? You feel like you would probably take some damage because it's like a shattered window. You think that you would probably take some damage sliding through the broken glass. All right, then I run around to the front and let them know I see a broken window and there's blood in the middle. Oh, can I try the handle door? Absolutely. Uh, you try the handle and it seems like it's locked. What are we going to do? Just storm right in? Yeah. There's blood. We probably should. All right, let me um, let me try and... Oh, I have a, uh, I have can a I crowbar. The... Can I pick the lock open? Oh, sir. What did you say, Alice? I have, uh, I have some thief's tools. Oh. Yeah, give it a shot. You, if you want to uh, try picking the lock, feel free. Oh, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you both have them. But, looks, like, uh, looks like you got it, Alice. It looks like it's a race, so every time you guys have to unlock something, you guys will just have to see who uh, gets there first. Does that have any bonuses with it? Uh, so yeah, you uh, have proficiency with uh, Thieves' Tools. Uh, so if you... Uh, I, I, uh, I don't believe you took the double proficiency with it. No. So oh, it's wait, yeah, be... I did. Yeah, that was my other one. Oh, perfect. Double. So you have double the proficiency plus your dex bonus. Okay, so that's seven plus four, 11, and dex bonus is three, so 14. With a 14, uh, the lock isn't especially elaborate. You play around with the uh, the lock a bit, and you hear the tumblers kind of pop a bit, and the door is open. Hey, an iceberg. That's what I'm here for. All right, let's... Uh... I think maybe we should sneak in, kind of see what's going on. You guys want to make stealth checks? Let's, yeah, let's come in. All three of you. Quiet. All three of you make stealth checks. Let me know what you get. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, you've had nothing but crummy rolls there, uh, Thelonious. Eight. Eight, 19, and... 18. 18. Uh, so uh, you guys creep into the, the this, like, you know, uh, one 
bedroom, uh, like apartment, essentially this like, you know, condo, so to speak. Uh, and, uh, Thelonious, you sort of step on a floorboard and you hear like, you know, kind of cracks a bit. Uh, but you look around and you don't see anybody. Smash in a window. Uh, looks like there's like a, uh, a uh, uh, like a kitchen table uh, with like only one chair at it. They've both been flipped over. Uh, you see this blood splatter on the uh, middle of the floor. Uh, it seems like it's kind of like dried into the uh, like the the wood flooring. And uh, aside from that, you see like a, a small stove. Looks like there's like a teapot on it. Uh, looks like you know there's no fire going or anything right now. Uh, and as far as that goes, uh, you see like a, a small like you know uh, uh, kind of like uh, kind of like poorly assembled bed in the corner, uh, as well as like a uh, like a, a pretty shoddy looking dresser uh, that's closed, like a almost like the the ward rope style that have like the doors to them looks like we're a bit too late here yeah there's only one room uh looks like there is only this one big room you don't see any basement stairs or anything like that uh there's some rolls on the table you can make a medicine check on the uh blood stain Uh, and these are going to be more event check style rolls where it's like one person doing one roll uh so there's medicine there's investigate and there is also uh let's see uh and if there's any other role you'd prefer to make, let me know. But uh, I would allow uh, perception or like history for the other role. I would. I'll take perception. Absolutely, go ahead and roll. And for uh, the medicine or investigate, what would you guys prefer? I mean, I'm proficient in investigating. There you go. Uh, do you want to make a medicine check there, uh, Thelonious? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely, go I'm right not ahead. Proficient natural, in the natural twenty. Wow, natural twenty. Eight. Eight and unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. So with an eight, you look at the the blood stain on the ground. Looks like it's been this way, like stained into the ground or the uh, floor for uh, maybe uh, ha- about a day. Doesn't seem long. Uh, it, it's hard for you to uh, narrow down a time. You're hardly you know an expert when it comes to like blood stains and wood flooring and you know. But it seems like that's the the case. Uh, you had a uh, twenty. For perception, but not natural, right? Not natural. Uh, with a twenty, you you listen, you hear, uh, uh, you know, like a uh, a neighbor next door. Uh, it sounds like it's sort of maybe shuffling around, you know, because the walls are connected. Uh, aside from that, you uh, hear the children playing in the distance. Uh, but aside from that, uh, you don't really, you know, hear too much else. Uh, with an investigate check, you had a natural twenty. Correct. With a natural 20, it certainly seems like there was a scuffle. Uh, you notice that the uh, uh, the uh, you know chair and the table got flipped over. Uh, there's this blood stain on the ground. With a natural 20, I can let you know that it looks like on the underside of the table, as you sort of flip it up, it looks like you can tell what flipped the table. It looks like claw marks. Pretty large claw marks, for that matter. Hmm. Do I know what these claws are? You you wouldn't really know for sure. It it doesn't look like the the whatever this was that hit the table like was necessarily like really digging in the claw. So it's hard to tell exactly what. But with a natural twenty, I can at least let you know that it seems like some claw marks from like a flip of the hand, like sort of like a, a slash. It looks like uh, uh it didn't necessarily rend in like frontwards, okay. sort of like a, a backhand of the with the claws. But the Got claws it. seem pretty sharp to have made any indent with a backhand. Okay. 
All right, I let everybody know it's what I saw. Oh, sure. I, I figure you guys yeah. share info and stuff. So you guys kind of you know spend a few minutes kind of looking over the uh, the the this you know house this home small little home and it looks like something has happened potentially to Julia Gale Star. Would any of us know anything about the claw marks or? I mean, you guys can make nature checks if you want. Go ahead and feel free. And what'd you get there, uh, uh, Thelonious? Four. Oof. Uh, you look at them, and I mean, they're, you almost can't even tell their claw marks until he points them out. <laughs> You're like, ah, claws? And he's, he kind of points at it a couple times. You go, oh, yeah, claws. What lovely decor. I think mm-hmm. I pounded that drink too fast. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what did you get there, uh, Alice? Uh, 14. Well, the 14 it doesn't sound like anything familiar or anything that you're familiar with. Uh, typically, like, I mean, even a dragonborn has claws to some extent but not like these like not like powerful enough to slash through something like slash it like uh in that manner uh and what did you get there seven seven yeah you nothing really seems too familiar to you either there uh, hannibal all right so in the perception check did i also like have we looked through any drawers or that was mostly his investigate check and it looks like she wasn't very well to do you find like a few empty bottles in the place uh let's see uh you find uh, like a uh, like a, a half bottle of rum. Looks like the 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 cork is sort of like popped off and is missing somewhere. Uh, aside from that, you see in her wardrobe she had uh, clothing that was like you know dresses and stuff that you think like somebody who worked at a bar would wear. You know, uh, not like you know especially revealing or anything, but like you know it looks like uh, uh, just sort of like uh, work dresses and stuff. It doesn't look like anything's here. I think we should check next door. See if they've heard or seen anything. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, there's no way no one heard anything how thin these walls are. With the natural 20, I can also let you know, uh, Hannibal, uh, it does seem like in one of the, like, near her bed is a sack of gold. Well, uh, You, you I, find uh, not much. You find uh, about nine pieces of gold in the bag. Well, I guess I'll take the pieces of gold in the bag. They're all yours. And I take the rum? And you take the rum. <laughs> Delonis, is there? A, are you stealing a dress? What are you stealing? <laughs> I'll steal a dress. <laughs> you're, are you? <laughs> yep. Sure, you're, uh, go red, ahead. Red dress. You uh, add to your inventory a red dress. Uh, that is going to look killer on you. She is unfortunately not your size. <laughs> That's fine. All right, fair enough. It's yours. That just got real weird. <laughs> I, hey, I don't judge. Um, all right, I mean, what are other options in here? Let's, I think we should go talk to the yeah. neighbors. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you want to uh, go to the next door neighbors that are like the the walls connecting yeah, them? Yeah, the wall. Absolutely. You guys go to the uh, uh, the next door uh, next door's wall. Are there, are there any windows the for this you know, for door, this uh, neighbor's house too? Uh, there are windows in the front, uh, but it does not. It seems like there's another uh, uh, domicile connected to the other side of this one. It looks like this is in between two other homes, so it looks like this one only has windows to the front. Got it. All right, let's knock on the door. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and uh, I tell you what, Hannibal, you're knocking on the door. Roll me a d20. Twelve. Uh, you knock on the door, and uh, uh, a moment later, you hear a voice. Just a minute. Uh, 
few moments pass, and the door slowly kind of opens. And there's no chain or anything, but it seems like the the a person on the other side of the door uh, looks like they're a human. Uh, they're a little on the older side. They're maybe in their like 60s or something, maybe pushing 70. And uh, and the the, the gentleman kind of looks at you, and he's got uh, uh, white hair, uh, kind of a long scraggly beard. Doesn't seem very well well put together. Kind of wearing like you know not scraps of clothes necessarily, but he's you know not really in very fine tunics or anything. He goes, yes? Hi, sir. How are you? My name is uh, is Hannibal. Uh, hi, Hannibal. How can I help you? We're, we're, we're taking a look. Your next-door neighbor here uh, appears to be missing. We just want to know, did you hear anything weird the past uh, past day or so going on there? I should probably party. Oh. That's what the kids do. Uh, he, he stops and thinks. He goes, yeah, uh, I, I think last night. Uh, she she yelled. I banged against the wall, and she quieted down. She listens to her elders. She she's not like all those other brats. And that was the last time you had heard anything from her. Uh, yeah, I I don't talk to her very often. She uh, come comes in late, uh, sleeps all day. What what are, what's this world coming to? Is she noisy often? Uh, and he kind of oh. thinks for a moment, and he goes. Oh, every so often, uh, I, you know, kids, they fight, they, uh, they, you know, I, I don't really know what she does. Did you hear any other voices over there? He thinks. He goes, no, no voices. I heard her yell, and I, I figured she, I don't know, saw a rat or something. And about, about what time was that, do you, do you think? There's no okay. clocks or anything, uh, but he, he, he lets you know that he woke up and heard the vo- uh, heard her okay. yell and then pounded against the wall and then heard nothing and he went back to bed. So sometime early morning. Early morning, late night. Okay. He, he, he lets you know that he goes to bed usually around now. Like uh, the sun's starting to set. This is about time he'd be heading to bed. Got it. He wakes up pretty early. Sunrise. You didn't hear the sound of any broken glass or anything? No, just a scream. That's all I heard. All right. You can make an insight check if you guys want. Let me know what you get. Nine. Eleven. Uh, with nine, a nine, nine. eleven, and a nine. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I can't oh. count. Twelve. Twelve. Nine, eleven, twelve. There we go. So uh, with uh, with those range of numbers, uh, you don't necessarily think he's lying, but you think he's a little on the the he's elderly you're you're not sure entirely how much he remembers uh at the very least it does seem like he's telling the truth he didn't hear a window break he did however hear a scream and then woke up and that was that was the end of it like he banged against the wall but there was already quiet at that point is there anyone else here with you uh no i my wife passed away about a, a two years ago oh, i'm very sorry to hear that make a uh uh Ah, I don't know. How about a persuasion check? How 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 convincing are you that you're sorry? That you're sorry. Not very. Uh, What'd you get? I got an eight. And he kind of like just looks at you. and Goes, uh, yes. And kind of looks away. He looks a little offended. All right. I think I think we're done here. You guys, any more questions? No, I'm good. All right, well, well, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. He kind of nods, and he closes the door without even saying goodbye. All right. I have uh, a question for the DM. Did I not hear children when I made my perception check? Inside? Yeah, you did. 
could I tell where it was coming from? Oh, sure. Uh, you, uh, if you recall, the uh, you heard children playing down the road, down the road before. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't necessarily like next door, but you did hear uh, children like uh, playing in the distance. Okay, I thought I caught them. Uh, do we? Do we? Did you notice any tracks out back by the broken glass? Ooh! Uh, if someone wants to make a survival check to look for tracks, feel free. All right, I'll do that. Absolutely. Uh, unnatural twenty. With an unnatural twenty, you go uh, to the uh, uh, the side of the house, and it is dirt. And you look, and there are no tracks. Either someone covered them up, or there was never tracks to begin with. It seems so, unlikely that they oh. would break the window without. I mean, the glass is broken. It's broken can I tell into which, the house. Into the house. Okay. Into the house. Yep. You saw that okay, the so uh, this yep. thing's flying. I yeah. Feel like. So here's it's what we got be. so far. So it's 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 a description of something. With some kind of claws mm-hmm. that was seen in a tree, mm-hmm. but also apparently has one foot. Well, that's the only track we've ever seen. There's yeah. One foot. So mm-hmm. maybe, so you know what? What if the body was on the ground, the thing swooped down, picked it up with one claw, but landed with the other, which would explain why there's only one footprint. And then lifted the body into the tree to eat it. Mm, but what kind of creature would that be? I have no idea. Oh, and uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, uh, there was already a puddle of blood on the ground. And the foot stepped in it, stepped off. That's what made the bloody footprint. And then there was no more footprints after that. Hmm. This was before the incident at the tree. Right. You know, that was like the one right before. And then the last victim was the one that was found in a like in a tree by this Julia Gale star. And then after that, I she is now the next one that's been yeah, that's gone right. missing. It's got to be something flying. Mm-hmm. I think we should report this to Orvalt. Yeah, it's probably. Well, I mean, what's he going to do? Maybe you, you can confirm. I mean, you guys are technically the head of this investigation now, but he is sort of the, he, I mean, he still is the sheriff of the town. Like, he's in charge of law uh, and enforcing it. So, like, if you want to pass along, like, the missing person knowledge and stuff to him, you certainly can. Not to mention, I don't want to get blamed for it since we just walked out of her house. That's fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, all right. Let's go. Let's go chat with him real quick. And then after that, you guys think you want to head to the end? Kind of. Sounds like a plan. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys head back across town. Uh, you guys, you know, uh, uh, travel to the uh, uh, the waterfall, head up the elevator, and you guys make it to the uh, government district. And it's now like nearly night. Like the sun is now like like pretty much set. And uh, uh, you get to the uh, uh, sheriff's office, and you guys walk in. It looks like it's a, a different uh, human than before. And he says. As you guys walk in, he says, oh, uh, the, the sheriff isn't in uh, right now. He's gone home, but do you want me to pass along a message? Yeah. Should, yeah. Who, who are you exactly? He lets you know that he's like one of the deputies. He's, oh, okay. he's just sort of like one of the, the, the people who run the, the sheriff's office at night. Uh, he lets you know his name is like, you know, uh, Reginald or something. All right. Well, yeah. Reg, <laughs> I suppose we should just let him know what's going on. Yeah. We, we found uh, an, another occurrence of a missing person. Oh damn it! All right, yeah, I'll 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 write up the report. Is there anything in particular I need to to make note for uh, 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 Orvalt? There was a broken window at okay. uh, Julia Gailstar's house, and you give him the directions to that where that is. Yes, because otherwise he would have no clue. Yeah, he he makes notes, and uh, let's see, would he know? 
<laughs> no. And he doesn't even frequent the Red Gorgon Saloon. So, yeah, he uh, he, he shrugs. He goes, uh, yeah, it's sad. He says, uh, uh, I'll, I'll investigate and see if there's maybe any family she has in the city uh, and pass along the news and let them know. Any idea what what may have giant claws that can fly and is potentially cannibalistic? Dragons? And he shrugs. He says, um, I... Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, you said fits through a window? Uh, yeah. Says, I don't know, maybe a gargoyle? But uh, even then, I, I don't know. They don't eat people. They're, they're made of stone. Where, where could we go to, to potentially figure this, to match up this kind of information? It says, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, maybe the collegiate district. Uh, one right. of the wizards might, might have a library or something. Okay. He, he, he kind of shrugs, though, and he says, I, I mean, this is, I don't know. I this is scary stuff. Is the library in town still open? I uh, I mean there might be some wizards that stay late, but uh, I I wouldn't know. It's it's something I'm unfamiliar with. And that's that's downtown, right? He says, yeah, downtown. He says, uh, uh, south side, uh, downtown, uh, collegiate district. He says, I, I don't know uh, uh, any. Wizards personally, he says, but I know that, you know, they, they run classes there. Uh, there's guilds. Uh, to be honest, I, I think there's a lot of, you know, hoops you got to jump through to do business with them. But, I, I mean, you know, you might be able to pull your weight around considering you've been, you know, hired by Miss Citrine Fall. How, about how far away is that from here? About a walk-wise? Uh, you guys were right near the Collegiate District oh. before, because uh, she lives uh, uh, just a little bit further, so you'd be backtracking all the way back. Got it. So it'd probably take you around an hour or so to get there. Okay. At this point, it is pretty late. Like, the sun is set, and it's yeah. nighttime. Uh, if you guys want to head to the inn and sleep and, and you know, uh, continue the investigation the next day, you absolutely can. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, let's go to the inn. He nods. He says, uh, yeah, uh, he says, I'll, I'll, I'll report everything uh, and feel free to visit the sheriff tomorrow, and I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll have more questions. And he nods and wishes you guys a good night. So you guys are heading Thanks, to... Thanks, Reginald. <laughs> he says, uh, you're welcome, miss. Uh, so you guys are heading to the uh, uh, Mertil Auberge, right? Yes. Wonderful. Whatever you say. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the inn you guys have been uh, uh, allowed to go to, or or it has been, hi- you know, uh, 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 not hired necessarily, but, you know, rented in your on your behalf. Our home away from home. Indeed. Uh, so you guys uh, uh, head across town. It's not very far. You go across a bridge over the river, and uh, you head into the, uh, uh, you know, sort of old residential district. And as you guys are walking, it you feel weirdly out of place. Like there's mansions in this area. Like it's very well-to-do homes over here. And you guys get to where you're supposed to be, and you see this giant kind of palatial mansion uh, that looks rather large down a, a, a trail. Well, better than I'm used to. It's got a sign. Uh, it says like rooms for rent. Uh, you know, and uh, the Mirtil Alberge is you know splayed out in front. All right, let's uh, walk to the door. You walk up to the door, and uh, uh, it is open, and you guys head on inside? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys head on inside, and uh, uh, down a, a long hall, you see there's like a staircase that leads up, you know, and maybe to some rooms or something, and you see down at the end of this hall is a uh, uh, kitchen, and you notice there's a halfling inside the kitchen uh, who, when you open the door, he kind of stops and uh, looks and sees you guys. He takes off an apron that he's wearing and kind of tosses it aside and starts walking up to you. Uh, so you see uh, 
a stout halfling with messy dark hair that's almost like a dark blue purplish color. Uh, he's got kind of soft blue eyes. He uh, walks up. Halflings, of course, are small size, so they're like he's like probably like three and a half feet tall, almost four feet tall. Uh, He's wearing like uh, small spectacles. Uh, he's got kind of a baggy tunic, uh, despite his kind of like a little bit of a larger size. He's a stout halfling. They're normally a little bigger. Uh, and he walks up and he says, oh, uh, you must be the three guests. Uh, uh, your friend, uh, Mr. Steelbreeze, is uh, already here. Oh, excellent. Um, who are you? Uh, my name is Fritz. Uh, Fritz Baril. Uh, I run the Mertil... Alberge. So this is your place? Uh, it is indeed. Uh, my family bought it uh, maybe about 50 years ago. And how long have you been here? Oh, I've been running this as an inn for maybe about five to ten years now. Oh, all right, excellent. What, what made you switch it over to an inn from a personal residence? Ah, I uh, always wanted to run an inn. It's uh, very cozy. It's very nice. I, uh, I rather like it. Uh, it. Pity I don't have more guests, but... Well, when Mr. Trinfall uh, is willing to pay, I'm sure you're more than willing to stay. Why don't you see many guests? Oh, it's it's just such a nice part of town. You 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 know, it's so hard for people to spend the money to come here. Can I roll insight? You absolutely can. <laughs> well, I thought you'd tell me nothing. That was like uh, and what'd you five. Get? He goes. Well, actually, let's see. Yeah, he smiles. He goes, uh, it's just very expensive. It, it's it's so so hard to, to find people willing to pay for good service. Can we roll an inside? Yeah, if you feel something's fishy, feel free. Yeah, I do feel like something's fishy. Absolutely. 13. And what'd you get there, Felonius? Uh, uh, 14. 13? Yeah, it seems like it's you know pretty, pretty rich, pretty well to do. With a 14, Thelonious, you do feel like there's something that he's not saying. He, he seems a little reluctant to, like, talk about why people wouldn't stay here. Uh, and you're you're not entirely sure. Something does seem a little off. Can I, like, roam around the house a little bit? Sure. So Fritz lets you know that you guys have uh, uh, full access to this place. He lets you know that his bedroom is on the first floor. Uh, all the guest guest rooms are on the second floor. He he, you know, he keeps his door locked to be safe, you know, of course. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, you have free reign uh, of the mansion. Uh, and there's a lot of different rooms. Uh, uh, there's, uh, of course, the other guest rooms he doesn't want you to go in because, you know, People will stay there and stuff. Uh, he lets you know that while there are no other guests, Maxwell Steelbreeze currently has his own room as well. Uh, he lets you know that if guests fill in, though, he'll you know assign them to your room. Uh, but otherwise, uh, the he lets you know the guest rooms are all pretty similar. There's nothing too crazy uh, difference there. Uh, you know, you have your chamber pie, you have your you know like a a ba- wash basin and yada yada, all the basics and stuff. Pretty well to do stuff. Uh, he lets you know that there is a uh, a small study in the mansion. Uh, there's a, a basement that has like a, a lot of casks and stuff uh, of wine. He brags that his family owns vineyards, so like the a lot of the wines that he brings in are from his own family. Uh, aside from that, uh, he lets you know there's a, a parlor, there's you know a drawing room, uh, there's you know a lot of places to relax. And, and calm down and stuff. Fritz, what what did your family do? Oh, my family? Yeah. Uh, they are uh, uh, they own vineyards. I could have owned a vineyard as well, uh, but I decided to open this mansion instead. Perhaps you've heard of the Beryl family. If you want, you can make a history check. 
Anybody can. Make- sure. If you if you guys are all together, you absolutely can. Eight. Uh, you're you're not very familiar with this region. Uh, uh, he lets you know that the the vineyards are to the east of Rayburn Falls. Uh, would you get there? Uh, uh, Fourteen. 14. I was an eight as well. Eight. Yeah. With an eight, uh, you're not very familiar with the uh, the name. With a fourteen, you you feel like you may have drank in a, a barrel wine, a B A R I L. Uh, but I. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, aside from that, you don't know the family especially well beyond that. A lot of different fruit wines and stuff. So what what do you know about the uh, disappearances happening around here? Um, honestly, I did not know until uh, Mr. Steelbreeze uh, started asking questions, and I started to piece together that, you know, it seems like you're investigating things in the city. I did not know people were disappearing. He says, he kind of shrugs, and he says, I, I don't think many people have disappeared. I mean, it's sad, but people die all the time. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, they're not Talking about it, this is this city that is. Can I roll insight on that? Absolutely. That's better. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Uh, unnatural twenty. He, you th- pretty sure he is telling the truth. You don't think the city is coughing up information on disappearances and potential cannibalists? Uh, so Fritz was in the dark. Fritz, uh, uh, honestly, did just piece together that you guys are investigating this uh, and everything. And at this point now, uh, uh, actually, no, Maxwell would probably stay in the room and just wait. He, he's probably not coming down to see you or anything, so he's staying up there. How do you and Verna know each other? He says, oh, uh, I, I uh, don't visit her district very often, but uh, her family and mine have done business before. Uh, they purchase wines. I, I know them. She's come to me, and she uh, wanted to make sure she has a good price for, you know, the inn. So you'd say she's a, in a pretty well-to-do family as well then, huh? Oh, yes, I, I would say so. The Citrine Fall family are a family of nobles. Mm-hmm. What do you know about the, uh, the Bloodbane family? Ooh, what does he know about the bloodbanes? Uh, he uh, uh, kind of thinks for a moment. He says, I don't know a lot about the bloodbanes, but uh, the bloodbanes, they're uh, very, very territorial. They, they don't like anything that is not dragons and draconic. Uh, uh, your, your friend here, Thelonious, would get along with them quite well, I think. But even then, if he is friends with you, maybe they won't like him so much. Uh, I, I don't know a lot about them, but I know that they are to be avoided. Have you heard anything about them being in town? Hmm, has he? Says no, but that would be very concerning. Hopefully the law can protect us. Would you say you trust the law enforcement around here? I would say so. He kind of smiles and he says, I have not had problems. And you feel like maybe because of the area he lives in, he doesn't have problems. He's in a very nice area. And even on the walk here, you think you saw some patrolling guards. So you think this area of the city is pretty well protected. Maybe not so much in poorer areas. Uh, Where are our rooms located? Oh, uh, the second floor. Uh, I can show you. Uh, But first, perhaps you want a meal? Yes, let's do that. I provide breakfast and dinner. 
lunch, I let you fend for yourselves. Fair enough. And uh, uh, you get brought into a uh, uh, a dining room. Uh, he's rich. Or this place is fancy and swanky enough that you uh, don't even necessarily have to eat in the kitchen or anything. Uh, and he brings out uh, like a uh, like roast fowl of some kind, like duck, you know, duck or geese or something. And I. Uh, uh, he prepares it very well. Uh, he he does seem like he's a pretty like grade A chef. You guys eat and it tastes pretty good. Uh, he eats with you, and at this point he's even gotten Maxwell come back down. And Maxwell slowly kind of come down the stairs. He goes, ah, "What did you find?" Well, uh, we went to go investigate uh, Julia, who is the barmaid who uh, apparently witnessed uh, something being eaten. In a, something grabbing somebody and being eaten in a tree, he takes a piece of the uh, like the uh, the fowl, rips a, a piece of like the leg off and eats it. He goes, "That's horribly disgusting." Uh, continue. We uh, we investigated her house and and the, there was a window broken and and we came in. We went into the house and it's blood on the floor and uh, and no sign of her. And neighbor didn't hear anything. Uh, we did find some large claw marks. And, uh, and, and, and the footprint that, that was described to us was like three, three claws as well. Maxwell kind of shrugs his shoulders and he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe magic, maybe some kind of abomination. There's a lot of weird stuff in the world. I, I don't really get it all myself. I, I don't really know. Um, I found a few things out for you guys though. Yeah. What do you have for us? Well, I. Uh, I heard uh, uh, there have been some weird lights seen at a graveyard in the city. I don't know, maybe a hiding place? Uh, not sure. I don't really see any connection necessarily, aside from the fact it's weird. Where's this graveyard at? He uh, he lets you know that uh, he uh, uh, had talked to some uh, people in the government district. Uh, he had like gone to the the station and like asked about like you know just weird sightings and stuff. And he uh, uh, lets you know that the uh, Rayburn Falls Cemetery uh, is found on the edge of downtown on the north side, so almost the opposite of the city from where you're at right now. Uh, he says it's not far from some small shrines and churches, little tiny ones in you know that uh, area. Uh, he says it is the largest cemetery in Rayburn Falls because uh, it's kind of you know furthest away from the water. You know, uh, he says that. Uh, uh, aside from that, though, he he didn't investigate it himself or anything, and he doesn't know if it's connected. Just that you know. There's apparently strange lights have been seen in the area at night, uh, and you know some people are a little concerned. But because it's so far away from uptown, you know it's not really been investigated very decently yet. He says, "He goes, yeah, I, uh, I don't really know for sure. It uh, sounded weird enough that I wanted to mention it to you." Did you hear anything about the uh, Bloodman family? Hmm. He, he he does not know. Uh, he he uh, shakes his head and he goes, "No, I don't know a lot about him." Does anyone else find it odd that she was supposedly attacked once, and now we've gone to her house, and we find that she's been attacked again? That well, makes me think this may not be random. Oh, for uh, that absolutely is something to consider. Uh, now she wasn't necessarily the one who was attacked before; she just stumbled on someone else being what she said was devoured. I was say, or this mm. creature saw her, notice what it was doing, and came after her, and came finished after the her. job. Yeah. yeah. 
That could be. I uh, to figure out anything else, Maxwell. Maxwell kind of shrugs and says that uh, uh, he got a late start. Uh, he says that he'll he'll do some more digging for you guys. Uh, uh, you know, within uh, uh, you know the the next you know the next day or so. Uh, he lets you know that you know if you need anything from him, whether it's uh, weaponry or you know basic weapons, he can provide and stuff. He can do stuff like that. He'll do upkeep on weapons for you, like sharpening them, things like that too. And uh, otherwise, Maxwell finishes his meal and lets you know that he's pretty tired and heading to bed. All right, Max. Sleep well, man. Yeah, you too, young master. And he heads up the stairs. I think we should check out that graveyard tomorrow. I agree. Or maybe tonight. With the lights? Might be a good time. I'd imagine the lights probably are far more visible at night than they would be during the day. You can investigate at night. You can investigate in day and then come back at night. You can case the joint. It's whatever you'd like to do. Mm, Uh, I would like to know what we're walking into. That's probably fair. Yeah. What do you think, Theo? I'm down to go now. We got a meal on our bellies. <laughs> yeah. That was some good follow we had. I know that you also uh, said that you wanted to case this uh, inn that you're at as well. That is true. So, uh, I mean, you, you haven't done that yet. You've, you've eaten the meal. Uh, plates are kind of being pulled off. Uh, uh, Fritz goes in and takes care of that. Fritz is sort of like busy himself in the kitchen. If you guys want to explore this place, you definitely can. It's big enough. It's yeah. definitely huge. We can probably table that. I'd rather check out the graveyard. Absolutely. All right. Let's yeah. Let's we can do that. Sure. Uh, so you're heading to the uh, Rayburn Falls Cemetery. Yep. Yes. We're gonna. I don't think we should rush into it. I think we should maybe observe it from a distance and see if we can see some lights. Maybe going like stealth. Absolutely. Now it's it'll take you a couple hours to get across town. Uh, even at night, you know, with less people, just because it's the exact opposite of town. You're you're in the south uh, side on in uptown, and this is in the uh, downtown on the north side. So it's the exact opposite side of the city. So it'll take you a bit to get there, but uh, it has just become night. I. Uh, you know, so if you had to put a time to it, I would say it's probably like seven ish, eight ish at the most. So it would be like you know, almost like getting close to midnight when you arrive, ten ish, if you will. Okay. You guys want right. to head across town? That's, yeah, let's take yeah. a look. Absolutely. Uh, while you're heading across town, uh, go ahead and uh, one of you, uh, whoever wants to, can make me a d20 roll. Thelonious? 16. The 16. You go across town. Uh, nobody affronts you. Nobody bothers you. Uh, no guards try to like hassle you or anything like that. And you guys make it to the uh, uh, you know far end of town. You're in the Dragon District. Okay. All right, now we do now we going stealthily. I was gonna say, do we see these lights from where we're at currently? You've just walked into the Dragon District. You still have a little bit of a ways to go. I just okay. kind of want to know how you want to approach this place. Gotcha. Uh, if you guys want to rush in, you can. I mean, if you want to sneak around, if you want to start asking questions of like maybe people that you like grab on the street who are walking around, it's still up to you. Well, it's pretty we, late though, right? Yeah, so there's probably not many roaming around. And the people that are roaming around are probably. A little unsavory. Yeah, gonna, let's make our way to the graveyard and yeah, keep a little attract attention if we yeah. try to talk. Well, to for people. the record, you do as you kind of are entering the Dragon District. You do see a couple of Dragonborn with lanterns that are sort of patrolling around down the road. You just sort of see them walking back and forth across the road, and uh, uh, they're wearing armor. Right. Maybe it couldn't oh. hurt to ask if they've seen these lights. That's yeah. It's, all right, fair enough. Let's do that. You guys walk up. And uh, as you guys get a little closer, uh, for the record, uh, I know you have dark vision, uh, Alice, and I know you have dark vision uh, there, uh, uh, Hannibal, but you do not, do you, Thelonious? 
Much like the Dragonborn that you see down the road, uh, you yeah. don't. So do you have a lantern lit, a torch lit? Do you have a light spell going? I was going to say, I think I have a light spell. I believe you do. If you want to check your spells, uh, go ahead and take a peek and see if you have a light spell. Is dancing lights one? Oh, yeah. Dancing lights would be four orbs of light that you kind of can either combine into one larger source of light or they sort of all float around you. Yeah, and that's a cantrip, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do that. Absolutely. So four lights sort of appear uh, around you. Uh, and I think the way it works is you can kind of combine them into almost like a humanoid-shaped light, which is kind of creepy with dancing lights. Okay. Uh, so do you just want the four orbs floating around you? Just the four orbs. Absolutely. I don't want to attract too much attention here. Absolutely. <laughs> Got our own Says the man with floor, four lights floating around him. So much for that low profile. Yeah. And so, We're just talking to the guy at the moment, all right? Or the two guys. So Relax. you, you, uh, 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 the Dragonborn notice you guys with these lights, and oh, you don't say. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so as you guys start walking up, uh, one of them grabs like a like a long sword at their side. The other one grabs their axe and even pulls it out. And the the guy with the axe holds up the lantern. He's like, "Halt!" And he stops and he sees you, Thelonious. He goes, "Oh, uh, hail, brother." And kind of like brings the lantern down, and the dragonborn uh, both seem to be like uh, one is like with uh, 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 bronze scales, and the other one is uh, uh, silver scales. And the silver scaled guy with the lantern and the axe kind of like puts the axe back and puts it at his side, and he goes, uh, "What brings you here into the dragon district this evening?" Well, we have heard some rumors about some lights going on over there in the cemetery. You know anything about this? Uh, I heard a rumor, yeah. Uh, anytime we've investigated, we've not seen anything. So you haven't seen any? Not at the cemetery, no. Uh, we mostly focus on the residential side of the Dragon District, though. Have you seen anything unusual there? No, we, uh, we do our best to protect our own here. Can we roll for something? Yeah, sure. Do you want to roll to see if he's lying? Do you want to try yeah. to butter him up? What no, do you I want to see if he's lying. Sure, roll insight. What'd you get? God damn it. <laughs> eight. With an eight, he is uh, uh, telling the truth. He, he, he seems pretty focused on the uh, defense of the Dragon District. Uh, if you guys want, uh, I will also allow a perception uh, as well. Uh, or you can make an insight check. You know. I'll do uh, perception. Sure. I'll do perception as sure. well. What'd you get there, uh, uh, Hannibal? Five. Oof. And that's uh, with my modifiers. It's a, it's a dragonborn, and he's wearing uh, a little bit of uh, uh, medium armor, and uh, yeah, he's he sure is a dragonborn. Awesome. I think Chaps touched my dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a 14, they're not wearing guards' uniforms. They don't seem to be like official guardsmen of the city. Hmm. So what exactly I, is your role here? We protect our own half-elf. Are you part of the militia? Part of the guards? Are you new to Rayburn Falls? As yes. a matter of fact, yes. Oh, um, well, come come over here. And and the, he invites you uh, uh, into uh, what looks to be like a, a small little uh, uh, hut. A lot of the uh, housing in this area is very, very ramshackle. And uh, he says, uh, he looks to his friend, he says, uh, come on, we'll, we'll just give him a quick rundown and then we'll go back to the patrol. And the guy nods. Uh, and the guy says, well, I'll guard out from out here. And he kind of nods. And uh, silver scale dragonborn guy brings you inside. And uh, there's not really chairs necessarily. Uh, and he says, you yeah, know, sit down if you like, kneel. 
put your back against the wall, whatever you like. Sorry, I don't have uh, uh, better, you know, hospitable conditions here. It's fine. I can stand. He says, um, the Dragon District was formed within the last 50 years. Our people had an exodus here, and the city has not been the kindest to us. We, uh, I mean, we, we didn't have a lot of options, and so a lot of our people settled here. But, you know, I mean, the, the town guard doesn't really come out this way. Uh, so we've had to form our own, you know, reserve, so to speak. Have you had any issues with disappearances recently? He says, no, none, none at all. What kind of disappearances are you talking about? Well, in the other districts, they've been noticing a rash of disappearances about roughly averaging one a month. Mm, no, um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe slavers, kidnappers. I, I don't really. He shrugs. And uh, if you guys recall, the Dragon District has mm. not had any disappearances in it. Does, uh, I'm sorry. No, please. Does the district have anyone that you know of that's related to the Bloodbane family? We've also heard that they may be in town. No, I've not heard of the Bloodbanes being here. That's the last goddamn thing we need. I don't know if I believe him. Can I roll a... Yeah, roll insight. What'd you get? Mm, 16. 16? He seems to be telling the truth. Uh, you, you're pretty sure he does not know of the Bloodbanes, and you're pretty sure... You, you can tell he seems pretty nervous when they're brought up. Uh, he says, listen, our people have dealt with a lot, and... The Bloodbanes seem to think they know what's best for us, but they have no idea. They want to strike down everything, and even then, we'd still be lesser than dragons. I mean, it sure sounds swell to be the second most powerful race on the planet, but we'll still be secondary to dragons. He says, no, the Bloodbanes aren't what our people need. He says, I... I respect what, what the counselor is doing for the Dragon District, and I'm hoping he can take the governor position like he wants. I don't see it happening, but that's our best hope now. Who is this counselor? He says, Morn Ballantine. He says, um, I, I don't know for sure. He, he doesn't really talk about it, but I, I think he might be related to Torn Ballantine. Who's Torn Ballantine? Torn Ballantine was going to lead our people. He tried to reforge the city of New Arcosia 50 years ago. Uh, but there was a battle, a war, and New Arcosia was lost. That's why our people have made this exodus across the planet. Says it was tough, but, I mean, we did what we had to do. So I give him a description of the uh, footprints and stuff like that. I any idea what this creature could possibly be? No, no. He says it's strange. Um, I mean, it almost seems like a dragon's claw. Mm -hmm. He says, but and he even he even like takes his boot off, and you see that his claw his claws are almost more like humanoids, where you have like you know it's certainly five little claws, but it's not like the the you know the three prong you know like claw like you know claw mark into the uh, ground. He says, no, that's. Definitely strange. I it's not anything I'm familiar with. You ever heard of any kind of small dragon that would be able to fit through a window? I mean, kobolds. Kobolds are small. They have wings, though, do they? Mm, I, I've I've heard of some varieties that do grow wings, uh, particularly some that you know 
revere and worship dragons can. Uh, but for that matter, dragonborn can as well. Hmm. He says hmm. dragons can endow a lot of power on others. He says, that's all I'm very familiar with, but I've never, I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever come in contact with a dragon in my life. He says, I, I was a, ch- you know, a child at the time when New Arcosia had had its incident. He says, I don't remember much of that time. What was that incident exactly? Uh, the, the Second War of the Flowers. Um, the city of New Arcosia uh, resided in a kingdom called Black Lily. Um, Torn Ballantine tried to resurrect the empire and was going to bring it back, and they, he made war with this horrible clan of mercenaries called the League of Infernus. They've since been wiped out, partially due to the battle that just, just annihilated both sides in the war. Do you know of anyone here in the district that might know more that you trust? Know more about what field? About the history of this League of Infernus. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe Morn Ballantine himself. He's uh, quite a bit older. He's more experienced. He he was there at the the battle, from what I understand. You know Morn personally? Nah, I, I know uh, know him well enough. I I'm one of his his you know militia essentially. Um, to keep it on the you know sort of quiet side though, a counselor who has his own militia is certainly a cause for alarm. I'm sure in the city, but. The Dragon District needs all the help it can get. Fair enough. Would yeah. you happen to know of anyone in this district who would maybe be able to help us identify this creature? He kind of uh, thinks for a moment. He says, honestly, I, I wouldn't know for sure. I, I, I feel like maybe your the Collegiate District might know a little more. Magical beings and, and strange creatures is probably more up there, alley. But more than Valentine himself could potentially know. I. Uh, he has an office in, in the Dragon District, of course, but he, he does spend a lot of time pushing and fighting for the Dragonborn in the city up in the Government District. He's quite busy, but you might be able to catch him or set up a meeting with him, maybe if you know another lord. Okay. Do we have any other questions for these guys? I don't think I have anything. Thank you for your time. I'll tell you what, brothers. If uh, uh, anything comes up and you think that might be of interest for us based on what you know what we're trying to do here... Yeah. Can you uh, give me? Can you contact me? We're uh, we're at the Mertiel Alvarez. Yes, yes, the Meltier Alvarez. Uh, <laughs> he says I've never heard that, and it sounds like you pronounced it wrong. He says, but uh, uh, he says he'll send word to that in if uh, he he hears anything. All right, I would appreciate it. He nods, uh, and uh, he lets you know his name is uh, uh, Zax. Z A X. Zax, nice to meet you. I'm Thelonious. He, he he nods. He says it's nice to meet you too. Uh, and you introduce yourselves as well. I take it, Hannibal and uh, Alice. Yes. I uh, and uh, and he nods. And he says, "I uh, yeah, just drop my name if if anyone tries to stop you while you're in the Dragon District. I'll I'll pass the word around that you're in, doing some your, of your own investigations." He says, uh, "Be careful at the cemetery. It is definitely a very very heavy atmosphere." What's that mean? It's a place of death. It, old old place the the priests of the city say that they they cast rites and rituals to make sure no undead rise so i mean i've certainly never seen a zombie or skeleton there but there's just something very imposing about the place all right well we'll uh keep an eye out 
he nods. He says, you know, do be careful. All right, we good? Yep, we're good. Absolutely. Uh, you guys uh, uh, spend a little bit of time talking with Zax. Uh, you walk out, his his like lieutenant or helper sort of nods and gives you a little salute. And do you guys want to head to the cemetery? Yep, yep. Absolutely. Uh, and you guys wanted to be kind of quiet and, you know, sort of stealth your way there, right? Yeah, now yeah, we're I'll, I'll, I'll turn my, uh, my orbs off. Absolutely. Can uh, I get close to one of them to kind of be a part of their light? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're not going to be able to see very well, but like they, you can at least put a hand on one of their shoulders and walk along quietly, and they'll sort of be your sort of like guide, essentially. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not Alice, apparently. Uh, you put your arm on uh, 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 Hannibal's shoulder, and you guys continue. Go ahead and make stealth checks, everybody. You're going to help me out here, Hannibal? Yeah, don't fuck this up. <laughs> 19. Um... Uh, mm-hmm. twelve, sixteen. No, there you go. I think I think that's the first roll over like a fourteen you've had. I uh, I guess I better not like ever. So you guys kind of creep down the road, and you notice that as you get closer to the graveyard, uh, you notice like a few like you know small small churches with like little tiny steeples on the hills. You know, as you get a little closer, and the residential area sort of peters off, and you're almost more in like the hills of the uh, surrounding area of the city at this point. Uh, I took you a little bit to get here. It's pretty late, and you guys kind of creep up to the the gate of the Rayburn Falls Cemetery. Uh, and it looks very large. Uh, it looks like uh, as you walk up, it looks like the the uh, sort of gates surrounding it, the, or the walls rather, are very old, old stone. And then as you get up to the gate, you notice that it looks like there's maybe like newer stone on the other side of the gate. And you think maybe the cemetery had eventually been like expanded at some point. Uh, and you're at the, the gates to this place. What would you like to do? We just... Uh Kind of take a look just from where we're at and see if we see anything. Sure. Make perception checks. Natural 20. Five. And you, Alice? One, uh, 24. With a five, Hannibal, you listen and the wind picks up and it kind of like, you know, uh, sort of blows past the stones nearby. So it makes this high, kind of high pitched whistle noise. And you don't really see much. You don't hear much. Uh, with a. Uh, 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 24, you uh, sort of scan through the uh, the cemetery, and uh, uh, you do think you see uh, what might be, it could even be like the like a reflection of moonlight or something. It's a little hard to tell at this distance. You feel like you kind of pick up uh, uh, like something in the distance. Thelonious, with a natural 20, I can let you know that you, as you get close to the gate, wind kind of picks up and you kind of sniff the air and you smell what uh, is like decay, death, which should be underground, not above air. Hey, guys, something's up. What's up? I just, I have this smell. You're going to have to be way more specific in a cemetery. Death. Uh, and, and you guys kind of try sniffing the wind, and, and not as well as Thelonious does, but you do sort of smell something rotten on the wind. I think I see a light off in the distance. Hard to make out from here. I think we should get move forward. Something's not right. 
what would you guys yeah. like to do? Move forward. There's a, there's a locked gate in front of you. Uh, you can try going over the wall. You can kick in the gate. You can try picking the lock. What would you like to do? Oh, I got the thieves' tools this time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thelonious, go ahead and roll. Alice Thelonious, back. yeah, Thelonious Arms. kind of shoves Alice aside and jumps down. Arms folded. I was doing so well. Four. <laughs> and, and Thelonious kind of picks at the lock a little bit and kind of wiggles it around, and, and it doesn't seem like it's opening. Seems like a very difficult lock. 17, 21. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the Lodi is kind of, you know, folds his arms, steps aside, and uh, you get a twenty-one. Mm-hmm. And with a twenty-one, the the lock opens to the uh, uh, the gate, and the lock is sort of built into these like steel, wrought iron kind of like uh, uh, gate. They're the gate doors. You so we walk to, in. I'm like, that's how it's done, boys. You don't have to be such a show off. Why Someone is the cemetery locked? It's nighttime. Yeah, they didn't mention anything about a lock. No, uh, it is built into the cemetery. It's not like it's, you know, like a padlock that's put on. It does look like this is a lock that's sort of built into the, the, the gates. You you think presumably, well, actually make history checks. I can think, maybe tell you a little more. I think more. Zach's could have told us about that before we got here. Natural one. <laughs> Oof, that is your first of the recording session, right? It is. Just a regular failure. Uh, if it's, what'd you get out of there, uh, uh, Thelonious? Eight. Eight? Twenty-three. With 23. With an 8, you're not really sure. It does seem a little strange. With a 23, you presume it's to prevent grave robbers from coming in. Guys, it's just to prevent grave robbing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. That would be why. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's go in. Absolutely. Uh, you guys opening the gate door? Yes. yes. You push the gate, and it just makes this horrible squealing sound the moment you touch it. Just... Do you want to keep pushing? You want to try? Can we like kind of squeeze our yeah, way in at this point? We can... So we're not making any more noise. Uh, make stealth checks. Natural twenty. Wow! All you do is natural twenty or get eights. Nineteen. Nineteen. You guys, I, I, I. So uh, Hannibal and uh, uh, Alice, you guys kind of squeeze through the gate. You look back to find, you know, th- see if Thelonious is like making a loud, a lot of noise, and he's already behind you. <laughs> that's how that's done, boys. <laughs> Boy and girl. And girl. So you can do something. <laughs> and uh, so you guys Mine's are deep side. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are now on the other side. I. Uh, what would you like to do at this point? Do you want to uh, continue sneaking up on the uh, uh, where uh, Alice saw the light? Uh, do you guys want to just sort of pan, pan out? What do you want to do? Or fan out? What would you like to do? Is there a way I can like, you know, like a scent, like kind of like smell like an area of where this death or decay Perception. may be? Perception. Yeah, absolutely. Perception check. And what'd you get? 15. With a 15, uh, it, it from here... It's kind of hard to figure out exactly where the smell is coming from because the wind just sort of picks it up and brings it to you. So it's further into the cemetery. Uh, you think maybe it's uh, uh, in the uh, kind of in the area where like the older stuff is, uh, but it's a little hard to tell exactly. Can I tell these guys I think we should head over there? Yeah, absolutely. You whisper it over to them. Yeah. All right, let's go. Follow the bloodhound. Sure. Go ahead and uh, make stealth checks. Uh, you can make athletics checks if you want to run. A uh, stealth check. Yeah. Sure. Ten. Nineteen. Unnatural twenty. You guys creep 
through the the kind of the tall the grass is kind of getting a little tall and as you get into like the the grave area the areas of graves where there's uh uh you know uh you know, not not you know older older graves. Uh, there's less and less care that's put into them. Less people come to visit them, and uh, you know, you you catch names as you go through. And there's some mausoleums here and there, and uh, you kind of round the the corner of a mausoleum, and you see a big open pit. I think I may see where our my death scent is coming from. Do you guys see that hole over there? I got a feeling we're gonna find some missing bodies in there. What would you like to do? Can we, I think can we, we sneak up? Check it out, yeah. I'd sneak up to it. Sure, make a stealth check. 13. 11. 18. And you guys creep up, and as you creep up, you you sort of like step on like a twig, and it kind of snaps in between uh, uh, Hannibal and... Uh, 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 Theo. Theo, thank you. Keep forgetting your character's <laughs> name. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Thelonious. I... Uh, and uh, you guys kind of uh, um, arrive at uh, uh, you know a big open pit, and it's right in front of a grave. You look around, you don't see anybody around, and you kind of peek into the hole, and you see a casket that's kind of like like torn open, and it looks like there is a body inside it. Someone got a light. We can see what the tombstone is. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you want to dancing lights it? Because well, they can I, see I, in the dark. Oh well, then why would I do it? You, one of you guys, well, should I mean, look. Oh, well, that yeah, that is true. Yeah, he, he does look and right. see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, like you, you can see uh, the the casket is sort of smashed open, and you see a body inside, like a, a emaciated, like wrinkled up, you know, like corpse. Uh, looks like it's almost fully decomposed. It's like mostly bone, uh, and you, you, unless you get real, real close and kind of look inside, you really can't see what's going on exactly with the body. Someone want to jump in there and figure out what's there? Not I. I sigh and <laughs> you go in there, rogue. Carefully, <laughs> absolutely. Make a uh, athletics check to climb down the uh, the hole and not fall and hit your butt on this this uh, uh, casket. Hannibal, you're gonna read this tombstone for us. I'm waiting for uh, Alice to finish her little investigation. 14. With a 14, you climb down, and uh, the the body sort of, like, smells pretty bad. Uh, I think I found that smell you were talking about. And uh, go ahead and make a medicine check. And let me know what you got. 16 plus one, 17. With a 17, I... It's it's so old at this point you're not not sure how it originally died, uh, but it does look like as you like kind of peek inside, uh, looks like uh, uh, one of the arms has been torn off the body and is missing. Do I notice anything weird about the uh, the coffin that's been ripped open? Looks like it got smashed open maybe with a hammer. Uh, it's a little hard to tell. Uh, you know, but it does look like it was smashed open, and then it looks like uh, a body part was torn off the uh or the arm was torn off the rest of the body do i see any like blood no no you don't see any blood this is an, such an old corpse there's no blood uh and you certainly don't see blood that was left by whoever did this and what's the tombstone say you see a uh a name that says only raspith r-a-s-p-i-t-h 
Can we do like a history so, check sure. or anything? Like that? Make a history check. And what'd uh, you get? Twelve. With a twelve, I. Uh, you, you don't even necessarily need to know much history. Uh, you remember seeing that name on the entryway to a mausoleum nearby. Within the, yeah, within the graveyard. Do you want to go to that mausoleum? Yes. Absolutely. So you walk over, not very far from this grave. It's the same sort of like plot, so to speak, same area around the corner. And you see that the doors to the Raspith mausoleum are open. And you peek inside. And you see that inside there's a casket that is wide open. And you see what looks to be like a flickering light inside. And you guys kind of round the corner and peek in. And you see what looks to be a staircase that leads deep down into the mausoleum. And you sort of like in the distance sort of hear footsteps walking. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.